0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the FPL show. Hopefully you've had a great international break and that your team hasn't been hit with too many bullets. Tonight I'm with Damo.
1: Damo, how you going, mate? Not bad at all there, Paulie. It's always nice to be here. We're actually in the same room for the first time in a while. I know. And it's uh, good to be here, mate. Good to be here as well. Yeah, perfect. So
0: I think, let's just get straight into it. There's been a while since our game week eight episode, I would like to think it was, it feels like an absolute eternity ago, I'm just going to quickly bring up Dom's team, because he's not with us tonight, I have to scroll down in the stadium league to get Dom's, because once again, unfortunately, he was the lowest scorer, but he did have some interesting picks go somewhat his way, so looking at his team, he had Leno in goal, which is the first time since he brought him in, that he hasn't returned, Trippier got the clean sheet, same as your doji. The cold punt. I can't remember who Chelsea played. Who did they play? They played Burnley. That's right. And... um conceded the one goal there in a 4-1 win so probably unlucky there not to keep a clean sheet against Burnley had the Maddie Cash two-pointer against Wolves which was unlucky but I think a lot of people cop that two-pointer from Maddie Cash and then he had Sun captain with Diaby Bowen and then Salah with the 15-pointer that we all had and then Haaland and Darwin so he finished on 50 points my team wasn't much better, but it was slightly better. So, I finished on 54 points. So, Turner, for me, got the clean sheet, which was big against Crystal Palace. Uh, for those that had Turner and Guayi, got a massive return, which was a, a punt, you know, hoping for a new-new draw. And we'll get into that a bit later. Kieran Trippier, for me, doji and Cash, the same as Dom, but he had Colwell and I had Archer, so they kind of canceled each other out. But because he had Leno and I had Turner, that's where my four-point swing came from. And I did have Sun captain, but I had him captain all week. Then I put it on Salah on the Saturday, and then I talked myself out of it and put it back on Sun before the deadline. In hindsight, that absolutely killed me. But end of the day, I went from one point, Six million, I think I was, to 759,000. So that was without Salah Captain. So if I had Salah Captain, I could have probably been well inside the top 500k. But you live and you learn and you move on and I still think the decision on Sun was the right one. So let's get your team up, Damo. Talk yeah. us through it because yeah. you've got a couple interesting points that got you a bit ahead of me this week, by I yeah. get me by 11 points.
1: Correct. Uh, I finished on 65 points. I played my wild card in game week eight, and in game week eight, we did punt on the Turner and Gweihe double up. Um, for those that uh, do follow me over on Twitch, I uh, was saying that uh, if you were to slap any money on any weekend's game, it's a nil-nil between these two with the injuries to Palace and the fact that Forest haven't looked like scoring of late the last few game weeks, so was fairly confident. And there was no one-year. So yes. that was a big factor for Forrest. Correct. So to get a nine-pointer from Guayhi and a six-pointer from Turner is already just a big bonus. Um, I had cash, Udoji and Trippier and that's why you pay the premium on Trippier. And what I did on my wild card is where everyone who owned Dan Byrne and, you know, Held, Botman, etc., cetera, uh, didn't get any returns. I, with Trippier, pay the premium for that assist and I'm very glad that I did on my wild card. It does mean that I had no Ollie Watkins on my wild card, which if you watch the video on my YouTube channel, thank you because it was the most viewed Video that I've had this year, um, and uh, we went Darwin Nunez who cancelled out Watkins uh, Watkins points there with five points for each. Yeah, I got uh, the assist. And then, obviously, outside of that, uh, me and Paul have quite the uh, fun story about Sulla and Son. Uh, I think Paul messaged me on Saturday afternoon. afternoon saying, "I've just put it on Sulla," and literally about five minutes before, I've been saying I'm very pro Sulla this week. I think I even mentioned it in my YouTube video. I was very tempted to uh, ch- switch and change, um, and then Paul, I was like, to Paul, I've just switched it back to Son," and it's mainly because I just see a world, even if someone plays 65 minutes, they'll slap and five or six, nil or one or, you know, he'll be involved And If you watch the game, if you take away the hindsight and you actually look at the decision made, if Richarlison could finish... And Poro could finish that game. Really, could have been six or seven without the red card. You know, if there's no red card and there is chances converted, we're sitting on quite a healthy captaincy there. But to be on sixty-five points and nearly have captain Sulla again, where I could have captain Sulla, um, I'm a little bit annoyed. But that's it. Outside of that, very happy with the rest of the team. Um, you know, that gets me top the top fifty k now, back inside the top forty-eight k. And more importantly, as I mentioned in my YouTube video for those that did watch, I played top of my head-to-head league. We beat him. By two points, which is great. It's the only league where I'm not currently winning, and I play the guy that resumed top spot after that, and if things go and I beat him, we're all going to be tied on equal points up top, which would be pretty interesting.
0: Yep, so definitely continuing your great start to the season, which has been fantastic, and I think for most of us this week, it's about navigating, coming out of the international break, which for the longest time, I've been sort of more engaged This has been one of the quieter international breaks with um, what we've seen. So just having a quick look at the trends that we can see price rises and falls wise. So from a falls perspective, we've got Jack Grealish sitting here at 98. We've got Botman at 97, but I'm actually really confident that he won't go down. I think as news comes out that he'll actually sit around 97 to 95 because if we can get news over the next day or two, positive news from training or teams returning to training now and he's pictured in training, I think people actually start buying Botman on wild cards because I think a lot of people have planned a wild card for this week and when you get Crystal Palace, Wolves, Bournemouth and then Chelsea at home with Arsenal in there as well at St. James, he's not a bad option at 4.7 and a lot of people have gone and bought Dan Byrne because they were worried about the Botman injury. But I think if people actually hear that Botman's okay, he's been upgraded to a 50% chance on the site. But I actually think he's pretty well locked in, I think, needing this break.
1: Correct, I I'm with you on that. The, there was rumors that he was going to try and get rushed back in for game week eight anyway, and that was never going to happen that way. I did not think, um, and I do think out of the options between Botman and Burn, Botman's definitely the better. I'm very confident for you. Look at the fantasy football hub trend; it's just a one arrow instead of a free arrow, like a Stoopin, who's halfway down the page, who I think will drop to five mil. Which you know, I think there's a world of Stooping gets to 4.9, 4.8, and he's an absolute bargain. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Burn versus Botman, Botman's definitely the better pick, and if you are on a game. Week nine wild card, which I think if you were to wild card game week eight and ten, are you were your better weeks? Um, you know, obviously Botman's one that you could take a punt on, and I really don't see him dropping in price. Yeah,
0: so with Botman and Burn, it's kind of like they're gonna they potentially could swap the four point seven to four point six bracket, but I think they're both going to be four point seven by the time you're making your decision. And what I like about Botman, Burn worries me because there's. Um, the young fella that's come from Chelsea at left back as well. Livermento. No, no, he's at right back. who uh, is is it Lewis Hall? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're on about. Yeah, no. so yeah. they have brought in a left back too with Champions League. I just think there's a world where Dan Byrne probably gets a rest at some point where Botman, when in the team, we know that him and Shah are just locked, like guaranteed minutes. And that's not a position where I want to be playing fate with minutes. I think there's other positions on the pitch where you can risk having rotation. But if your wild cards are looking anything like the meta and looking like the template, you want five playing defenders, which is what's going to bring me into my discussion around my team this week because my fifth defender is Kabore. Now, everyone that's been keeping an eye on the news over the international break will 100% know that Andy Robertson has dislocated his shoulder Minimum at the first game that they had against Spain. So that brings up the point where Liverpool have one of the best backup left-backs in the league in Costa Simicas, who is playing for Greece tomorrow morning against Netherlands. So I've not made a move yet because I want to make sure he gets through the... The Netherlands Greece game first because that is a huge game for Greece. He plays 90 minutes, doesn't matter what happens because if Greece win that, they're practically through. So he plays 90 minutes, he's the best player in that Greek team. If he goes through 90 minutes unscathed, they're playing in Greece. It's a couple hour flight back to England, so he'll be back, you'd think, Tuesday, Wednesday, the latest ready for the early kickoff on Saturday with minimal jet lag. Although he's played the two games, he is the only player in the squad that can play left back. So what are your thoughts on him at 4.4 if you've got a Kabore sitting on your bench who was dropped for the Spurs game?
1: Yeah, uh, I love it and I wish I could make the move. I only got 0.2 mil in the bank in my team and I have a Lamptey on my bench. So I need what point five, to and get that's there. a
0: similar rotation risk now because we saw Solly
1: March, who played fullback last year, go to left back. Correct. And to be fair, um, the Lampy pick was more the fact that I knew that he wouldn't play Europe and then the league. I think there'll be times where he'll play just the league only, and there'll be thing there. And there's never going to be a point where I'm going to be tripled up on Brighton. I think if I'm ever going to have a Brighton asset, it's a stoopian with Matoma, and that's it. Unless Ferguson became the most nailed asset in the attack, which he never will. So I'm still happy with my Lampy punt, don't get me wrong. But if I knew that Robertson was going to dislocate his shoulder, um, arguably the best value for value defender pick in the league with the fixtures we've got. We've got Everton, Forrest, and Luton next yeah, free. It's an amazing run. He starts the next three. He's aggressive. He's attacking. He gets up and down the park. Um, he does take some corners as well down that left-hand side as well. And but that's tre- our side as well yeah. that, that
0: stays wider. So that allows... Diaz to drift inside, and Robertson is the fullback that gives us width because Trent's not doing it on the other side as much. Trent's sort of floating into that midfielder role. We've got Harvey Elliott typically playing the right side of a three. That allows Salah to kind of play out there with Elliott. He's the one that gives the width on the right, whereas on the left, he's actually coming from Robertson yeah. More so than Diaz out wide. So he, Correct. He just rolls straight into that. I did do a video uh, on my channel over the weekend where he was a hidden gem for me. And I think that's the perfect scenario for right now for Costas because he's only played one, technically one minute. He came on in extra time for one game, which meant he would have probably played four or five minutes. But... You know he has literally accumulated one point for one minute. He's got no XG, he's got no XA. Like we talk so much about data, but this is a we know the qualities of a player, and it's a system based pick where his role is just not gonna. He's gonna be a ninety minute man unless he gets injured because we've got literally no one else to come in. We've got no other left sided defender, let alone a left fullback. And this role is built for him. He is not a stock standard Joe Gomez. I'm gonna sit in left back and not go forward. He is going to fly down the wing with the space created from Shabozlai and Luis
1: Diaz or whoever else wants to play on the jotter on the left wing. Correct. And I, I think he is of sensational value. Put it this way, I'm not I have not taken a hit once this whole time in FPL this year. This is the first time I'm really seriously considering taking a hit to move Lamptey to Simikas. And then my other move, I still don't know what it would be, but that is my plan. So just a move to free up enough funds to get there. And to be fair, it might be one week early. And I know that Matoma got pulled from the uh, Japan squad because he's feeling unwell. Even though they have Man City this week, it'd probably be Madison to Matoma. And move that move one week early because I don't want to get rid of Son. Would you have to play
0: Matoma if that was the case? Or can you get by with Sun, Diaby, Salah, Gordon? Well,
1: to be fair, if I bring Simicass in, Lamptey with Simicass and Simikas start. Oh, yeah. So one of your defenders is...
0: Who do Spurs have this week? Spurs are
1: fine as well. Fulham. Fulham, um, I think it's just that Palace have a difficult game. So Simi comes in for Gwehi, probably. And then... Matoma probably just has to play. Well, Gordon has Crystal Palace. Yeah, so and then it means both can go to the bench. So it's not the worst hit in the world. I'm not a big fan of taking hits, and especially because I'm playing the guy that's now gone top after I've beat top in my head-to-head league. Um, I don't want to really be giving away four points there either. But Yeah, it's a big call to make. But I think t- you played a long-term game over a, one week of the head-to-head. Correct. And I think the long-term game is Simi Kass could even potentially repay the hit this week. Yeah,
0: the key for me with Simicast is that the Everton and Forest back-to-back games at Anfield, like that is just invaluable, especially if I was prepared to have Kabore in my team. Now, the minute Robertson's back healthy playing 65, 70 minutes, you look to move Simi down to a 3.9 Charlie Taylor or back to a Kabore, but for six weeks, it's worth the move. I'm lucky that in my team structure, I've got 0.6 in the bank. So for me to go from Kabore to Simikas, I can wait till the last minute, which for me is valuable. For I don't even think he's near where the early a price off. rise. I know where the early kickoff, but I don't think it really matters because mm-hmm. he's going to be locked in. He's got a one green arrow, 2.7 target, and we're recording on Monday. There's no way, unless... I actually don't think he's going to go up in price. I think he's been so far down that it's going to take so many transfers for him to come in. And I think people will want to watch this week. And I think you can target the Everton fixture. I know it's a Merseyside derby. I know there's typically not a lot of goals. Last year, we all had Trent and he got pulled off at the 59th minute, if you remember, (laughs) and it was a nil-nil. And we missed out on that clean sheet. But I don't see there being a heap of goals in this fixture, I know because Everton you give me, you give me a funny face but Everton have started to turn a corner now, I know a lot of their good form's been at home and we're a much better team than Everton but we know what Merseyside derbies can do, I'm not saying we're not going to win but I'm saying it could be a 1-2-0 and it be a comfortable game but Everton aren't leaking goals, they've leaked a couple goals in one or two games but when you look at, I don't think I've got an Everton player here do I, um Here's the Courageous, cool for example. You know, th- they, their games, they've lost 1-0. They got smacked by Villa 4-0. But since then, the most they've conceded is 2 against Sheffield United and that's it. So, Brentford, they... No, no, they won 3-1. Three, one. Three, one. So, Sorry. like, their defence, like, they're conceding a goal. But they conceded one to Arsenal, one to Brentford, one to Luton, and kept the clean sheet against Bournemouth. Like, people are underestimating their defense. now. They're fi- I'm not saying bring in Everton players, because their fixtures are dreadful at the moment. Yeah, But this is where I'm moving this conversation to. I'm looking at captaincy for this week. And although we're playing at home, and although it's against Everton, Salah is not in my thoughts whatsoever because and that's got nothing to do with Salah, but Damo can see where my captain's on at the moment and it is 100% not changing. The three big options are all at home. Brighton's defense is deplorable and that's with Solly March and a young kid at CDM and they're just not the team defensively they were. And Man City at the Etihad, after a shit run of results, I can see them putting six past Brighton. Agreed. And Harlem can get four of them. Agreed. So I'm really hoping that people are going to play into the, I want the differential captain in Salah or Sun against Fulham because Sun's had the international break. I don't know if he's actually played for South Korea. I might look at that now. But what are your thoughts around captaincy this week? But I'm very much Harland is set for get. Brighton at home is too good a fixture not to have him.
1: Look, I've currently got it on Harland. I've had it on Salah. And this is a week that I've been tossing a coin when I've been planning, you know, three, four, five weeks ago. The closer I've got to game week nine, the more that I have turned around and gone, I need to put it on Harlem because of how Brad Bryden looked and the estupian injury. Um, You know, if it's not Solly March at left back, it's Lamptey. And if it's not Lamptey, it's James Milner. And look, don't get me wrong, I love James Milner. But James Milner up against... Doku, Foden... um, Grealish. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah, Bernardo. You you can see where this is going, right? I think there's a writing on the wall where this game could be crazy and it could be like 5-3, but if it's 5-3, Haaland's getting a couple goals, if not more. And they're Um, not going to be able to... Like Duncan,
0: Webster or Veltman or whoever else plays centre-back... There's just another class level there, isn't there, between them and Man City? And the attack, like, there's just going to be too many opportunities for City to have those attacking returns. And I wish it was a week where I had multiple City attackers. Like, yeah. if you've got H- Alvarez and Haaland, you could be going mental this week because this is a fixture that I'd love to target. But for Man City moving forward, it does turn sort of sour. Man United, again, they could do okay. Bournemouth at home is a good fixture. But then Chelsea, Liverpool, Spurs. It's much not as good as I thought because <laughs> Arsenal we knew was going to be tough. Wolves turned into a tough one. But if you had Alvarez, you got away with one with that free kick. That was fantastic.
1: It was a beautiful free kick.
0: But the fixtures now, for me, you're kind of awaiting, I think, for that Spurs, Villa, Luton, Palace, blank, Everton, Sheffield, if you're yeah. going to go City. But yeah, bringing it back to this week, I just, yeah, I'm really hoping people are of the opinion that Haaland... They want to go away from Haaland as yeah. a differential because it's that is too juicy a matchup to not captain Haaland and go with the crowd there because if he pops off, that could be a rank killer for me.
1: I think if I find out that Darwin Nunez is starting, which I don't think... Oh, look, I've got Darwin in my team and I hope he does start, but, you know, Klopp doesn't like this twelve thirty fixture and I haven't picked Darwin for this exact game week. I've picked Darwin for five game weeks. The issue we've got with Darwin
0: is that the South American boys are playing Wednesday. Which I hate. And that's just a typical South American thing. So, But the issue there is Diaz is involved as well in a separate game on the same day. So you've got Diaz and Darwin both playing, then flying back. Now, haven't heard any news on Cody Gakbo. Doubt he's going to be fit. Jota is suspended. No, sorry. He got, he's back. Did he get, He got he one got, game. One sorry, game. Curtis Jones got three. Yeah. So, Jotter's back. So, I think in my gut feeling is Jotter on the left, Darwin through the middle, Salah on the right, but with Darwin coming off after 65-70, if we've got the game wrapped up 2-0, even 1-0, and just a reshuffle of who's up front, maybe Jotter moves inside and a Doak comes on the left, like just something, or Harvey Elliott comes on somewhere, just to get us through, or Curtis Jones, oh, he's suspended. (laughs) I think one of those sort of younger attackers might come on, as long as the game's, Done. done or we're in a controlling position so I'm not expecting a full 90 minutes out of Darwin but I'd say 60 65 manage him get him off and then get him going for this run which is still fantastic which is Forest Luton Brentford City and then Fulham Sheffield Palace Man United Arsenal Just Burnley like,
1: hold him to 18 nearly yeah and that's the reason why I brought Darwin in on my wild card but the reason why I mentioned Darwin and us being the early games if I find out Darwin starts all of a sudden I turn around and Go Sulla's now a much better option because you sit here in the same yep. room as me. Yep. When they When we go four triple two slash four four two, looks unbelievable. And it's Darwin and Sulla. It gives me flashbacks to Mane and Sulla. Yeah. It, 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 it's yep. honestly beautiful to watch. And so it, direct. And just it, it's just a world where flowing. I can see, like the goal we scored, the second goal with Brighton, where Darwin's leaving one for Sulla, creating the space for Sulla. You know, it makes Sulla a much better option. That's the only time where I think I could be tempted to switch back to Sulla. When I was planning five weeks ago, as I mentioned, yeah, my, my own band would have been on Sulla. From what I've seen of Brighton now, it's now firmly on Harland. I almost think it's nearly triple captain worthy of a one week. Because I was I, thinking that too. I, I honestly think it could be that bad of a scoreline or that big of a scoreline, especially for a guy that's that good. He's averaged the last two games point zero zero six XG. He's going to get something like 4XG this game. It's and we know mental. how good
0: he is at home. And mm-hmm. I know Man City potentially are going to have a double coming out of... Is it the Sheffield United fixture? Yeah, so Sheffield, Sheffield and, Brentford and
1: Brentford. Though. Yeah, but it's Brentford at home by memory, no? I can't remember. Uh, scroll down. Oh, you should be able to see Brentford again. Uh, no. Brentford at home oh, yeah, it to, is. to advise. Yeah, oh, so which means two oh, home fixtures. home.
0: But my issue there is, does he get a rotation? That's right in the Christmas period. You know, you could see him getting a rest against Sheffield United at home. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I hear that. So th- What time I, is his kickoff on Sheffield? Of one
1: thirty. Okay, so that's n- they that. wouldn't. No,
0: no, they're not set yet. I don't, oh, maybe no, they're set. No, no. Well, oh, that's New Year's
1: Eve for yeah. us.
0: So there, that would be like a. That's a Sunday. So that's a Saturday kickoff normal time. I, I look, they're playing on the twenty seventh. Then they're playing on the thirty first, and then that Brentford game needs to be jammed in either side of that. I think that's prime for rotation. I kicked myself. I never set it. My gut was telling me against Fulham to triple captain him at home and he got three goals and an assist and that bit me in the ass because it bit me in the ass more because I thought it and I didn't do it and the amount that I'm talking about this fixture, there's a well Not that I'm playing serious catch-up, but for me right here, right now, I actually think it's a worthy punt because defensively, without looking at the numbers Brighton's defense must although they've got a really good goal difference because they're scoring a lot of goals they're also conceding a lot of goals. And I think they've got one of the worst defenses in the league. Now, I'm going to quickly try and bring up the
1: stat there, but what do you, you know, you've brought it up. What are your thoughts around that? I trip? don't think I can do it at 48K in the world. That's my only issue. Now, you might be sitting there going, if you think it's a good enough week to do it, Damien, you're mentioning it, why don't you do it? My issue is if I do it and I go wrong, I lose any hope. And it's not the way I should think about playing, but I lose any hope of winning FPL this year. Um, it is also on the flip coin, I get this right, and he scores four goals, I could win FPL, I get that. But I just think having it there for a double where everybody else is going to use it, I think is really good for me to A, protect my rank, and B, uh, be able to, uh, you know, be in a position where... You know, with my other decisions, make up a lot of ground. You know, last year I made up a lot of ground on triple captain when I captained Rashford, but I also made up a lot of ground in my second wild card, and my free hit was, you know, top 100K in the world, which flew me right up the ranks. Um, and if I can do that again, not saying my goal was to win FPL. My goal at the start of year was to finish top 50K. I'm currently inside. I've got to think that if that's my goal, then I've got to protect that slightly. Even in game week nine, I can't really be taking the punts on the, on the triple captain, but if there's someone out there that wants to punt on it. It's almost my punt of the week is actually pressing the triple captain. My other punt on the week would be semi-cast, but, yeah. you know th- those would be the two.
0: And they could be two big decisions that I have to make. And again, it's not the fact of chasing. I just don't see Salah or Sun being reliable enough, albeit Salah has returned in every week, should have had their return against Spurs, and we're not going to get into that. But I just think that's a move where if it doesn't pay off and Haaland doesn't return, I'm not going to sit here and go, ah, I should have not done it because we've watched Brighton enough to be able to target that. And I'm just going to bring up what their defensive record has been as of late. So against Liverpool, conceded two. Against Villa, conceded six. Against Bournemouth, still conceded one. Man United, one. Newcastle, one. But there's been a change in Brighton from that game week four to now, so from that Newcastle win, I know they beat Man United and they beat Bournemouth, but the Villa—they've conceded one in every game. Yeah, and they've not kept a clean sheet at all. That's a good point, Damo. They have not kept a clean sheet, and the, that is definitely not going to happen again this week. So I doubt that highly. Even if it's a world where Harlan gets two returns, so I am trying to try and find a game where he's got two returns. So Burnley, he had a thirteen-pointer. Yeah. If you offer me. What's that 26 plus another 13? You're offering me almost 40 points,
1: 39 points.
0: Well, when you got 20 against Fulham, you got 60 and that was with three and an assist. Yeah, so if you're offering me close to 45 points.
1: For two returns day. and three he, he, bonus. I'm trying to think how, many, how much Rashford got me last year when I got like 100... Oh, of, I had
0: the Rashford that week yeah, as
1: well. Yeah, I'm trying to think how much that got me for 121k like overall game rank. or rank, Yeah, I can't remember know. what he scored. But Apologies for my head cold, guys, because my pronunciation <laughs> is awful tonight. Um,
0: That's fine. But look, I think two returns from Haaland makes that triple captain viable. Yeah. Because even if you pull the trigger on the double game week, then... He might not play both games, and then you sit there and go, "Shit, I should have t- taken it when he's had the rest." Now international break, he scored his goals against Cyprus, Norway. You know they do need to qualify, obviously, for the um, Euros. I'm gonna quickly pull it up. You're
1: talking me into it
0: as I'm looking <laughs> at Norway. So I just looked at South Korea. So they played on Friday, and um, Son was on the bench, unused sub because I four nil up. Yep. So very good for Son that he didn't get used but that might be the, the confidence booster we need just for him to be available because at least he's on the bench Yeah, and maybe there's some word there that if they don't need to use him they won't use him the worry I've got with Norway they've got a friendly against the Faroe Islands, so I don't see Harlan probably playing in that he scored two in four minutes against Cyprus um, he came off in the 87th minute when that game was done it was 3-0 at that point and I just think Man City will say you're not playing Erling Haaland in a friendly against the Faroe Islands for, for literally playing for nothing. So
1: There so, might be some goal record that he could absolutely chase down. Nah. There, there could be he might score yet. he might score thirty two goals in a thirty two nil win. No. But I doubt it highly. No. So I look
0: might be something to worth watch Thursday our time and if you see him not a part of that squad then you should have full confidence that he's got a full week's rest. It wouldn't even surprise me if they send him back early and he's back in training Wednesday our time because Man City is a bit more important than a dead rubber against the Faroe Islands. So I am 95% on the triple captain button. I just want that confirmation that he doesn't play because Thursday to... When are they playing? Let me have a quick look. They are playing... Sunday morning, Saturday night, our time. So they're playing as part of the Saturday kickoffs. I wouldn't want him travelling back Friday. I might not get the news that I want to hear, which is that he's back early, but as long as he's not playing. Thursday, then I'm pulling that button on the deadline on Saturday.
1: I'm tempted. Don't get me wrong. And like, I'm glad I brought it up because I'm thinking about it. And it's better than when you said that, you know, I was thinking about it, but you never said anything. I know you were thinking about it because you messaged me virtually straight away going, I was going to triple Captain Harlan this week. It took me a bit by shock. And it was like, okay. Um, You know, it would have been a good shout. I'm glad we're speaking about it. And I think this is the difference between, do you and look this is another reason why I should do it Paul and I shouldn't think like this I'm playing top in that head-to-head league if I triple captain and and he goes off and even if he scores one goal I win my head-to-head straight out of the bat because no one's triple captaining him in that head-to-head league and we can actually get ahead of the curve
0: by only having one city asset
1: with that ownership. I know. Everything points that it could be a very good decision. And I shouldn't think about a one-week head-to-head punt, but because there is a lot of money in all my (laughs) paid leagues, right, if there's a week where I can take an edge... And if it lines up with my other two head-to-heads, are really, really good that I've got, like, you know, yeah. a couple of other the big boys, yeah. then I think it's even more viable for me to do it in that regard. It's actually something I need to sit down and crunch the numbers of who am I playing in my other two head-to-heads. Yeah. That I'm and playing. are they engaged? And managers? And are they engaged managers that I'm fighting with for the title? Because you know, I know some people play FPL for fun. Well, don't get me wrong, I, I love playing FPL for fun as well, but I do play for some serious, you know, some decent serious coinage. Every year Nothing crazy Not like You know These guys on Fantasy Football Hub Playing in like $15,000 paid leagues You know hundred bucks, $200 paid league Like the league I'm freaking I'm not freaking out about It's a $200 paid league With 25 managers Yeah Right So there is some serious coinage Up top And I'm currently third Man, there's And there's 10 million managers I've just seen that Yeah At correct. this
0: point I mean that's not 10 million managers Because we know there's so many people That have multiple teams But that just but, puts things into perspective if you're inside the top million
1: you, you're, in, you're top in the top, top 10% and, like, and if you told me you're in the top 10% of any game on any platform whether that's FIFA football manager COD you name it you're elite right you are the elite to the elite and then imagine people that are inside the top 100k you're in the top 1% top 1% that's
0: just
1: and you know you're the, of the elite joke. of the elite right and we might kick ourselves out about a rank at the end of the... You know, I was, I was gutted with a 338K thing. And there was over 12.6 managers, milled yeah. managers last year, yeah. which, you know, you put it into perspective. You actually had a really good and time. You 4.6 million or something at the, at the turn. <laughs> yeah, correct.
0: So uh, that puts things in perspective too. But look, there are some big decisions to be made. Looking at this game week, I think this is going to be a big high-scoring week. Because a lot of the template, and I got in on early on this, and I think my team has turned very template very quickly because there's a lot of home fixtures. And I think the average score this week is going to be high.
1: Correct. I agree. Something's just popped in my head. It's why I have my hand raised for everybody not Mark watching a school. video. I'm in school. Mr. Mr. Michael, pick me, please. <laughs> um, if I triple captain this week, Paul, I'm taking a four-point hit and Simi Cuss will be starting for me as well.
0: That's a fair
1: because uh, if, you're making if, it up. Because if Harlan goes bang, I'm making it up, and then if Simicus gets a return, it's even, even if it's a, just a defensive clean sheet against Everton, that which pays it off, correct? And
0: you're getting a two point, and then from a
1: yeah.
0: A, Lamptey, who's not probably going to play, yeah, correct, or might play. And he, I think get he was, smacked up by City anyway.
1: Correct. He'll start this week, and he's going to or sit on my back. You're going
0: to play Gwehi against Newcastle, who we expect to get yeah. returns as well. As I'm saying, that's the the, the, the pick. I'm, trying,
1: I'm trying to remember my team on paper. Oh, I'm
0: going to hear for you. No, nah, what my team's currently picked. Yeah, but you haven't changed it from this week. Yet. No, 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 so no, no. I
1: think it's Gordon you know, comes back in. I think it's Trippier, Doji, Cash, Madison, Sunday, Arby, Salah, Gordon, Darwin, yeah. Harlan, I'm pretty sure. We've, yeah. uh, the armband's currently on Haaland but it has switched between Haaland and Sulla um, but yeah if I triple captain then Simicast starts and Haaland's in and I'll take the four point hit but in a week where I triple captain is my first four point hit I think I can do with that fine
0: yeah yeah look I think that's a viable option this week and I'm yeah very intrigued to hear what people have to think about pulling that trigger I don't think many people will this week I think It'll be interesting to hear what Raptor, what Andy, if they start floating the triple captain idea, then we'll see not a huge percentage of people doing it, but there'll be enough to be, damn it. (laughs) Like we could have got a huge return there. I think people are going to be too hesitant to do it at this point of the season. I think people are going to wait for that double so I think if you're chasing rank, I don't want to tell people to do it because it's a big risk, big reward. But anything's north of one return, you run. You take it, you run. If it turns into like a Fulham game where he gets three or four attacking returns, then you are on absolute cruise street. You're going to jump up your mini leagues. You're going to fly up the ranks because no player is going to score you 50, 60 points in any game week. And then you're bringing in Salah against Everton, Sun against Fulham. A lot of people have Gordon at home to Crystal Palace. He has had an extended break as well. He played in the Carabao Cup game. That was before the game week of game week eight. Yeah. So he has had a long break. Then you get trippier potential returns. You Doji might get a clean sheet. I'm really off him at the moment from an attacking perspective. He's turned into the inverted... He gets forward, but he's not like Pedro Porro gets forward.
1: He's the one that I'm selling to an Arsenal defender in the future. I
0: agree with that, 100%. If we can figure out one that's locked it's in. It's Gabriel
1: Zinchenko, but I just want to make sure Gabriel's 100% now, which I think he is now. That they've gone back to a normal system. Yeah, correct. I think I I had his experiment. There's been a couple of injuries. And I, uh, I'm going to say right now, Gabriel at 4.7 mil is the Good best way into the Arsenal defence at the moment. Yeah. But then but you look, Diaby at home has cleared his
0: issues again. We knew that was fine. Bowen against Villa, again, I'm expecting goals in that game. So I expect the RB and Bowen to potentially get returns. Darwin, as long as he starts against Everton, this this could be, with a triple captain, we could be talking about triple figure scores this week. Without double game weeks, if Haaland can get two returns, get himself around the 40 mark, I can see a world where Turner against Luton and the rest of those guys, you know, bottom and Trippier, if there's a clean sheet and an attacking return for Trippier... Yeah, you're looking triple figures, and that's not, you know, easy to come by.
1: It's very, very rare that there is so many triple figure game weeks in fantasy. I think there was actually quite a few last year. With a lot of the,
0: the but re- there was so many games.
1: doubles that that's why it was inflated. When you come to think of it, when you get a triple, you know, point week you generally fly up the ranks. And this is my last point that I want to touch on with the triple captain referral. I bin it and I sleep on it and I don't press the button until Saturday night. I wouldn't be pushing it until Saturday. Until Saturday night. If I'm here to have fun, which I should be, and if I'm here being a competitive sod, which you can vouch, I am the most competitive (laughs) Like you probably know. If there's a world that it I want to put my- both boxes, though, that's the thing. A world that I want to put myself in a position to stress out and virtually have a heart attack every week to try to win FPL, this might be a decision I have to make to go. I went for it in 2023, 24, and I captain Harland against Brighton, and it's God, either if gonna get this to hit, <laughs> and you if- could be inside the top 10k. Oh, easy. I honestly think if I got it to hit and he went nuclear, I'm inside the top 1k because no oh, yeah, one's d- gonna be doing it. At that rank, yeah, I don't see many people doing I it. I don't see anyone doing it around me, which means that this is why I brought it up. If I want to take the perspective of, okay, I want top 50K, then I should not do it. Yeah. But if I want to go there and go, you know what? I want to win it. I want to win it. Or I want to go close to winning it. But I want to make a decision that even if I get it right and I don't win it, it's going to put me well inside the top 50K. And on my track record of the last three seasons, my second half of the year is always better than my first yeah. half. Yep. Yeah. If I get this and this goes right... I've virtually locked myself into a top 50K finish. Yeah. Which I know sounds crazy, but I honestly think that this decision for me, and I know this 38 game weeks, is the most important decision for my whole 38 game weeks. Yeah. And because, I'm currently I'm, sitting here leading Harland triple captain this game week. Because I actually don't think there's
0: a better fixture. Like Luton, we saw what Luton did to Spurs, albeit at, at Luton, teams like that will sit in and make life hard. We saw Sheffield United do it against City. It's not easy to break those teams down. Now, City are a fantastic side. They beat Burnley 3-0, but it wasn't easy. Burnley didn't make it 3-0 easy for City. Like, you look at the games. They beat Sheffield 2-1. Fulham, a team that tries to play football. Bang, they copped it. West Ham, team that tries to play football. Bang, they cop three. Forest. Made it difficult. Wolves made it very difficult, <laughs> and they lost. And they
1: lost. Brighton do not sit back. I love Brighton for that too. You even watched them against us, and they were open, and we should have made it three or four or five. Yeah, we should not have. And drawn they should out. have had a red card because they tried to play out from the back, lost it in the box, Yeah. And the goal we scored should have been, you know, the pen should have not been a red
0: card. A, the, Brighton are the pinnacle of. We're gonna play regardless of who you are, and against City, I can't remember historically what City did last year. I'll, I'll bring it up in a sec. I just want I will we'll have a look. Um, me, I might bring it up on my phone so I'm not typing over you guys. But
1: but yeah, I, I'm with you because I honestly think this is a world where even if it finishes five three, we do not care. If it's Harlan over this, mate. Brighton could win the game ten a ten five for all I care. It does not bother me. Um, I just don't see a world where this will finish nil nil, and I don't see a world where Harlan does not play seventy five plus minutes. Yep. And I don't see a world where Harlan, who's not scored in his last two, isn't coming back from the Faroe Islands going, I don't want to sit on the bench and uh, you know, be rested. But he's got his two goals. He got his two goals against Cyprus. He knows that score. We don't we're not I'm not worried about that. So last year it was three one City yep. at City. Yep. Um what happened in the away fixture, which you know, we're obviously taking the home fixture as more Twenty twenty
0: two, I'm assuming this was October 2022. When was the other time they would have played them? They would have played them this year, wouldn't they?
1: Yeah, this year, back into this year. Well, not back into, back into the last year's season this year. Hmm. Paul's struggling, everybody. Yeah, you can see the frown on his face. and uh, It's because I'm on a at home. weird website. Those this playing isn't at home, he's got
0: the vein now popping out the side of the well, head. Up here. Brighton versus Man City. 1-1 at the Amex. Yeah with a Haaland assist and an Enciso goal. but
1: Was that the one where Enciso hit a bomb? No, that was Chelsea. Okay. And Brighton actually, actually
0: played better at the at their ground, um, but the home game for Ben City, they killed them. three. Uh,
1: I think City at home is just like the best team in the world. I honestly think there's no harder place to go. And I know I hold Anfield in a high esteem, being a Liverpool fan, but I honestly think there's no harder place to go than Manchester City. Yeah,
0: I'd 100% agree with
1: that. I'm just trying to find who
0: scored,
1: and it's not telling
0: me, so that's it doesn't a, matter. It doesn't it's, matter. It would have been Haaland. A match <laughs> that's, a fair, that's a fair guess,
1: isn't it? Erling Haaland scored two, and one was a penalty. Even better. Yeah, Haaland's on penalties, everybody. That makes it even better. Come on, Bryden. Give away a penalty. Bryden, just give away free <laughs> well, penalties. Us. Just give away free penalties. Sub a on. He can't move, and just let him kick people in the well, box.
0: Unfortunately, <laughs> he is...
1: Injured and <laughs> I'm just, not happening. So I'm, I am sitting here and I've talked about it. I'm going to more than likely do it. I'm getting giddy.
0: All right. So if you are thinking about getting the triple captain on Harlan, let us know in the Discord. The link will be in the description. I think for our Game Week 9 preview, I think this week, if you've got a similar team to the template, you're going to have a good week. I think there's going to be a lot of points up for grabs in those home fixtures. Let us know what your big talking points are. We'll be active throughout the Discord, throughout the week. There will be some different videos coming up. I know I've got my team selection to do, which is going to be interesting because I'm going to try and hold off on that video as much as possible until I know what's going on with Simicas and what I'm going to do with Harlan. But look, Damo, once again, thank you very much for being here tonight. I don't think we've got much more on the plate to cover because the international break has been,
1: as I said at the start, probably one of the most quietest we've had. So Correct. Expecting a lot more injuries, a lot more talking points. Thank you for having me yet again, Paul. It's nice to be doing this in person um, as well. And uh, hopefully you guys have enjoyed and make sure you do check out Paul's channel for his FPL content and my channel for my one video a week that I do do on FPL and football managers out next week. Uh, get around that.
0: Time to be very, very busy. So once again, best of luck for your, Game week nines, and we will be back next week to hopefully celebrate our triple captain of Erling Haaland.